Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. We'll start today with a pretty snappy dance record by Fred Rich and his orchestra, masquerading here as the Yankee 10 Orchestra on a Jewel record. That's J-E-W-E-L, Jewel 5210. Made in New York on December 9th, 1927, the vocalist is Scrappy Lambert, and the song, Our Bungalow of Dreams. rendition of Our Bungalow of Dreams. That's Fred Rich and his orchestra with vocalist Scrappy Lambert, who is credited on the label here as Larry Holton. That was made in New York on December 9th, 1927. And the bass sax booting things along 
Makes me long for Adrian Rollini and his bass sax. This <laughs> clearly wasn't Adrian Rollini, uh, but it wasn't bad. And a fine way to open up this edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'll be here playing 78 RPM records this hour. I'm very pleased that you've chosen to tune in and join me for these records. I think we'll have fun. We'll hear some jazz records, some dance bands, even a harp zither solo before the hour is out. We're going to start our next set with Von DeLeith, the radio girl as she was often billed back in the 1920s, an electric recording she made for the Edison label on August 27, 1927. It's a song by Walter Donaldson that I kind of like. It's called Someday You'll Say OK. You don't say no, you don't say maybe, but baby, I know someday you'll say okay. I'll bet my hat and all the rest when you get a look at a little love nest, hey, you'll say okay. I've been in love for months and months. That kind of love only comes but once. You don't say no, and you don't say maybe, but baby, I know someday you'll say okay. Why, what's the use of wasting time when so much love to be done? What's the good of this heart of mine if it wasn't meant for someone? All day long I'm pleading like a little lost pup, but I'll just keep on pleading. And I'll never give up You don't say yes, you don't say no You don't say maybe, but baby I know someday You'll say okay Why I'll bet my hat and all the rest When you get a look at a little love nest Hey, 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 you say Okay, okay, I've been in love for months and months, that kind of love only comes but once. You don't say yes, and you don't say no, and you don't say maybe, but baby, I know someday you'll say okay. Stop talking when it seems you talk to yourself. If you're gonna keep on walking, then I'll find myself on the shelf. You got me so dizzy, I'm just like a top. But I'll just keep on pleading till one of us drops. You don't say yes, and you don't say no, and you don't say maybe, but maybe I know someday. You say, okay, I'll bet my hat and all the rest when you get a look at a little love Hey, 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 you say, okay, I've been in love for months and months. That kind of love only comes but once. 
some really tasteful and uh, even swinging piano from Edgar Fairchild, with a pretty nice rhythm section too. Edgar Fairchild was born in 1898 in New York. He was trained at Juilliard on a full scholarship and then went on to a very long and distinguished career in movies as a composer and conductor of music for movies in the 1940s and early 50s. Edgar Fairchild died in the 1970s, but here we heard him in August of 1937 with a medley of Yours and Mine and Tomorrow is Another Day. And Marx Brothers fans among you may recognize the latter of those songs as coming from A Day at the Races. That was on the Liberty Music Shop label, number L220. We preceded that with Harry Reeser, terrific banjoist, and his Royale Trio. Harry Reeser wrote that tune. It's called Crazy Joe, and that was issued on the Pathé Actuel label 020896, recorded 99 years ago, December 13th, 1922. And we started the set with Von DeLeith, the radio girl, in August of 1927, a song by Walter Donaldson called Someday You'll Say Okay. I like that. Okay, up next, let's hear some records, a little bit more progressive jazz of the 1940s, but nothing too wild, don't you worry. First, we'll hear from the Lester Young Quartet featuring Lester Young on tenor sax, John Guarnieri on the piano, Sid Catlett playing drums, and Slam Stewart, the bass. This is on the Keynote label, number 603. It was made in New York on December 28, 1943. The song is Just You, Just Me. After that, we'll hear from Boyd Rayburn and his orchestra, one of the more progressive big bands of the mid-40s. And here they're doing an old classic song called I Only Have Eyes for You. And if you're familiar with the version recorded by the Flamingos in the late 50s, uh, such a marvelous version that is, uh, it's quite different. <laughs> David Allen will be the vocalist here. It was made in Los Angeles, February 5th, 1946. And incidentally, this is on the Jewel label also, Jewel GN-10002. Although this is an entirely different Jewel label from the one we heard back at the start of the program, that Fred Rich record. They're both Jewel records, but totally unaffiliated with each other. And we'll wrap up the set with Charlie Ventura and the Lantern 5, although... Charlie Ventura is misspelled on the label as Venturo. <laughs> it's Lamplighter 106, made in Los Angeles, April 12th, 1946. A good song by Turk and Allard that goes back to, oh, I think about 1930. It's called I Don't Know Why, I Just Do. So three pretty good jazz records of the mid-40s, beginning with the Lester Young Quartet, Just You, Just Me. <laughs> Thank you. 
that's nice. Charlie Ventura and the Lantern Five. Charlie Ventura playing tenor sax with Barney Bigard playing clarinet. Red Calendar on the bass. Nick Fatul drums. Milt Raskin piano and Alan Royce guitar from 1946. Before that, we heard Boyd Rayburn and his orchestra. I only have eyes for you from 1946. And starting the set, Lester Young and his quartet in 1943. Just you, just me. How about one more big band record? Also from 1946, Tex Beneke with the Miller Orchestra. This on the RCA Victor label, number 20-1991. Tex Beneke and the Crew Chiefs will provide the vocal on a pretty up-tempo song by Leo Robin and Arthur Schwartz. It's called A Gal in Calico. good number from the Warner Brothers Technicolor feature, The Time, The Place, and The Girl, which came out in 1946. There isn't much of a story to it. It involves a stuffy manager of an opera singer trying to shut down the rowdy, jazz-flavored nightclub next door. And uh, I think people went to it, though, more to see the lavish production numbers. There's a lot of good songs and pretty uh, colorful and extravagant 
uh, numbers in it, including this one, A Gal in Calico. We heard it performed by Tex Spinnecke with the Miller Orchestra in July of 1946, a record cut in Chicago. Well, if you're just joining us, my name is Brian Wright, and this is the Shellac Stack. If you like what you hear and you want to drop me a note, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. I also invite you to stop by the Shellac Stack website, which is www.shellacstack.com. There you can drop me a note through the handy contact form, or you can browse through past programs and listen to them. You can see label scans and other odds and ends that I post up. Again, shellacstack.com. Okay, back to the 20s now, and we'll start with a record by Sam Lannan's orchestra, billed here as the Broadway Broadcasters on the Romeo label number 942. This is from April of 1929. We'll hear Scrappy Lambert again. We heard him on that Fred Rich record back at the start of the show, but here he will sing When I'm Walking With My Sweetness Down Among the Sugar Cane. After that, we'll head over to England, a record made in London on February 5th, 1932, It's Jack Payne and his BBC Dance Orchestra with Billy Scott Comber, the vocalist on You Try Somebody Else, a rather late song from the team of De Silva, Brown, and Henderson. It's a Regal record number, MR522. And we'll wrap up this set with Tommy Gott and his orchestra, billed as the Rose Room Orchestra on Banner 6381 from April 17, 1929. Tony Lombardi will be the vocalist on I've Got a Feeling I'm Falling, a really good song written in part by Fats Waller. To start us off, though, here's Sam Lannan, When I'm Walking With My Sweetness, Down Among the Sugar Cane. Thank you. 
somebody else. I'll try somebody else. And when we do, we'll both be blue and be back together again. You'll try painting the town. I'll try acting the clown. We'll travel fast, but it won't last. We'll be back together again. Let's take our fun where we find it. I know deep down in my heart, if I were meant for you and you were meant for me, nothing can keep us apart. So you try somebody else, I'll try somebody else. It won't take long to find we're wrong, we'll be back together again. Nobody else but you. 
out of Feelin' I'm Fallin'. That's Tommy Gott and his Rose Room Orchestra on a banner record from April of 1929. And it's nice to hear a vocalist on one of these dime store records that isn't Jack Kaufman or Irving Kaufman or Arthur Fields. <laughs> Those guys are good, but it's nice to have a change of pace. The vocalist here was Tony Lombardi, who doesn't show up on too, too many records. Well, this past week, I pulled out a fistful of Victor records from the very early 19-teens and gave them a spin, and I was especially taken with a record by a Mademoiselle Kitty Berger. That's B-E-R-G-E-R. I wasn't really familiar with Mademoiselle Berger, so I did a bit of looking around online through old newspapers and uh, even found a brief article about her on the website zither.us, written up by David Kiger. And so I was able to piece together a little portrait of Mademoiselle Berger, who incidentally was quite well known in her time as a zither player or a harp zither player. She was born in Austria in about 1870 or 1871 to parents who worked in the household of Emperor Francis Joseph. As a child, she showed musical promise and she traveled to England as a teenager where she performed for Queen Victoria and became friends with none other than the famous opera singer Adelina Patti. Eventually, she made her way to New York, where she married a young doctor, Paul Pancritius. Unfortunately, he suffered from chronic pain as a result of a heart condition, and in 1896, he died from an overdose of morphine. He was still just in his 30s. Mademoiselle Berger continued performing and teaching, though a newspaper article in 1899 noted that she seemed haunted by the loss. The article reads, quote, In person, Mademoiselle Kitty Berger is tall, slender, and very graceful, though slow of movement. Her manner is gentle, sweet, and charming, though having a shadow of deep sadness over it. A great sorrow has left its indelible impress upon her face, but that very sorrow brings her art more into sympathy with those who hear her incomparable playing. End quote. For the next two decades, Mademoiselle Berger performed often for patients at hospitals in and around New York, earning the nickname the Hospital Angel. In February of 1907, she performed at the White House for President Theodore Roosevelt and numerous dignitaries, and three months later, she made her first recordings, The Chapel and Lorelei, both for the Victor label. Between 1907 and 1920, she recorded 19 selections for Victor, Columbia, and Edison. But during World War I, because of her German ancestry, she was suspected of pro-German activities and subjected to scrutiny by the United States Bureau of Investigation, but nothing of substance materialized. The report found that she lived quietly and decently, though it noted she was struggling financially. In the early 1920s, she was diagnosed with heart disease, but she continued to perform at hospitals and for charitable functions, saying, quote, My harp zither and my music belong to the public. For me, they should care nothing. When she died on April 22, 1925, at the age of 54, her death received notice in newspapers across the country, but not because of her music, but rather because of a strange deathbed wish. The syndicated story reads, quote, Mademoiselle Kitty Berger, harpist, who died of heart disease in the Presbyterian Hospital, left word that her four cats should be killed at once so they might go to heaven with her, her friend Mrs. Adolf Schminke said. 
Mrs. Schminke said she gave the cats to the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals to be killed. <laughs> How about that? Mrs. Schminke added that when Mademoiselle Berger was told two years ago to go to the hospital for treatment, she refused to do so, saying no one else could care for her cats, and that before her death, flowers were brought to her from the grave of her favorite cat. So I'm not going to make any crazy cat lady comments here. I'm just going to play a record that I think is really quite charming. Mademoiselle Kitty Berger, recorded in New York on November 21st, 1912, a selection by Franz Abt called The Fisher Boy. The uh, zither is such a delicate sounding instrument, and while it picked up well on the acoustic recording process, uh, and even though this record is in good condition, uh, the surface noise tends to be a little bit stronger than uh, you might have with, say, a marching band. <laughs> the, uh, the zither is just so delicate sounding, but it's still worth a listen. Here is Mademoiselle Kitty Berger.
the levee in old Alabama. They daddy and mammy, they be from and Tammy on a moonlight night. You can find them all while they are waiting. The banjos are syncopating. What's that they're saying? What's that they're saying? While they keep playing, humming and playing, it's a good cheer for Robert D. Lee that comes to carry the cards and the Oh, Lordy, what them jumping along? the jumping
From May of 1925, Nathan Glantz and his orchestra billed as the Broadway Players on Silvertone 2493. That was Moonlight and Roses. Before that, the Heidelberg Quintet in July of 1912. A really good song by L. Wolf Gilbert and Louis F. Muir called Waiting for the Robert E. Lee. And we started the set with Mademoiselle Kitty Berger in November of 1912, The Fisher Boy, Victor 17178. Okay, we have time for one more record on today's program. It'll come to us from 1946 on the Black and White label, number 3505. A good song written by Gus Kahn and Isham Jones. It's called I'll See You in My Dreams, played for us here by organist Gaylord Carter. Gaylord Carter at the organ, and I'll see you in my dreams. That'll bring to a close another edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I thank you so much for the pleasure of your company this past hour. I hope you found some records that you enjoyed, and I hope you'll join us again next time when we'll do it all over again. Until then, take care, everybody. Bye-bye. (laughs) 